Christian and I had so much fun making this one happen. It was an adventure to say the least. This one was everything Raw is all about, and more. I am honoured to have been able to sit down and listen to the stories and learnings of Grace and Jacob Weatherly, as they're not much older than I am, but have some incredible wisdom that I seek. Thank you for joining us, and I hope you enjoy another episode of Raw with Ollie McNichol. Um, all right, so we're here in Everyday Elite. That's what it is currently called. Yes. Right? Yeah. And tell me about that, man. Um, yeah, so it's my gym, basically. Um, we opened in 2017, so three years ago. Um, yeah, like it's been a huge journey since then. But... Um, I mean, yeah, we first, I don't know, do you want me to like talk about how it came about? Absolutely, or? man. Are you, first of all, are you two, were you in, in business together here or was it like this was your gym, you did PT out of it? Um, me? Grace, yeah. Uh, no, like I just came into the piece and then, yeah, I just happened to be doing PT work. So I just do PT. Yeah. 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 But yeah um, I think I started PT in 2015. And um, like always had the dream of having my own space. Like I was just like, oh, like when I'm older, that'll be so good to like have my own space. And then, yeah, like I met with Tom at a cafe and um, the conversation was like, what do you want to do with like your business? Like where do you see yourself in the next few years and like that kind of thing. And then it was just like, yeah, I've always had this dream, like have my own space and blah, blah, blah. And like, then I think it was like 2016 was like the year that like I made the decision to like go hard for it like like I can make this happen like let's just do the work like that was that was a big thing just doing like literally doing the work hard for like a good 12 months like just doing everything I could to like make sure I could make it a reality and then yeah towards the end of 2016 came the part of like looking for buildings and like um sourcing equipment and like things like that and then how old were you then 2016 uh i would have been 21 it's incredible yeah it was like i don't think i never really it never really sunk in that i was that young until like people started saying it to me they're just like yeah you're 21 like how are you doing this but like for me it was like I think because I was so like head down like didn't really think about anything else just like want this so bad which was really good because like obviously opened like this is like my, my dream like I got it but then like that that hard like laser focus obviously had some effects elsewhere as well um, but yeah then in early 2017 I think it was like um like february or march or something we we opened and then yeah like then like the first three weeks we had like 100 members and then like a couple months after that we hit 200 and like which is like that's incredible yeah like it, it took off and like i was not expecting it all like it just it took off so hard and like was that just through word of mouth because i mean social media it wasn't I mean it wasn't that long ago but it definitely wasn't where it is today yeah so how, how did you get the get the word out then 
I think a lot of it was social media for sure. Yeah. Like um, building the excitement on social media was huge. Like just giving people like little bits and pieces here and there and like posting pictures of like a corner part of the new logo and like just building hype. And then, yeah, obviously being like a small town, like word of mouth travels like super quickly here. Mm. So like, um, yeah, like I think it was definitely a combination of like social media and word of mouth i wouldn't say it was like more of one and the other okay it's pretty balanced yeah yeah it was yeah. very balanced for sure but then obviously like when we transitioned to like when we we're open for a while social media definitely played like a huge mm. a huge part for sure mm. um and yeah like it's just incredible to like open the doors on the first day and like um, did you have a grand opening yeah i had like a big open day and had like the coffee van and like nice. yeah it was nice. awesome it was a good day it was a really good day yeah yeah, yeah that, so what were the you know effects that it had on you when you were that age taking on such a huge responsibility because you said it had it had an effect yeah like it had some uh, um yeah. like when I was planning out um and like preparing to open everything and like getting quotes for like equipment and like make sure everything's like set up in terms of like power and like all the other shit you don't think about and then um yeah like i was playing footy at the time as well and like i was putting a lot of pressure on myself to like perform and like make sure i was the person that i thought everyone would think that i was in terms of like um oh he's the new guy that's gonna open the jimmy mafra like putting on this like mask of you know, I'm great. Look at me open this, look at me open this gym and everything like that. And then I took that into footy, like got to perform well because I'm the guy that's like opening the gym. And then like uh, at work, like with my clients and stuff, I'm like, oh, I have to do well, have to get these guys good results because I'm the new guy that's like opening the gym in town. And then it come to a point where I was like, didn't have enough money to like afford things because I was putting everything into like the gym and then like um, couldn't afford the equipment that I really wanted and then like was just like was just putting myself like under a heap of pressure and then like I was um, I came out of a relationship at the time as well which like come down hard and then like again it just come back to like me putting all this pressure on myself because I thought everyone thought that I was like this perfect guy who who's done his done his absolute dream by opening his gym. And then like because I had that laser focus that I was talking about um obviously like my relationship broke down and like relationship with my family like broke down and then um and I I asked this because I I remember the first time I kind of saw who you really were was it was an Instagram live mm. uh, with with Tom, yeah. Um, and I jumped on board and and saw you there and you were kind of telling your story, mm. um, and that that hit really hard. Yeah. So that's why I asked because yeah, I, it, it's it's obviously a, a big journey to go through for someone so young. Mm. Um, but yeah, you were saying that it did get pretty pretty deep and pretty dark at that that point in time yeah um like because things just weren't 
going the way I planned it to and then um, I just had this belief system that if things are really good then they have to turn to shit and like things were going like fucking incredible and then it just all turned to shit and I was just like yeah I, I didn't know really what else to do and I sort of just like because the relationships had broken down with like my family I felt like I couldn't talk to them and I felt like I couldn't talk to like anyone like even like my coach like I felt like I couldn't even say anything to him because I'd failed by getting myself into this position and like it stemmed from just putting all that that pressure on myself and um yeah like pretty much yeah got myself into like this deep dark hole that I didn't think I could get out of um and yeah like I thought there was only like one um like one option out of that but yeah that didn't happen thank god but um yeah I just didn't have the um I didn't have the strength to do it like I I, I was like it was right there in like I was ready to go like I was like no nah, that's it like I'm not going to be able to like get myself out of this like how can it possibly get any better than like how can it possibly get better from here yeah like, that's um and yeah I just didn't have the strength to like go through with it like at all um through was that with that as in continue the the whole business thing or or as in through with that as in doing what you were what you were planning on doing yeah doing what I was planning on doing yeah uh like yeah I, I I was ready to like just end it like it was a second away mm-hmm. um and then what what happened like I wasn't committed I literally wasn't committed enough to do it mm-hmm. <laughs> and like the the name of the thing that I was trying to do has it in it and I couldn't even commit to it yeah, I didn't, I was, I, I wasn't strong enough to do it. That's how weak I was like in that, in that moment. Um, do you think it's a sign of weakness? So I think that's pretty fucking strong. <laughs> yeah, at, at the, at that point in time, I didn't realize that at all for sure. Um, it wasn't until a while maybe a year after that I realized that it wasn't like a point of weakness it was really like a like that was a point of like great strength really and like to get myself out of that situation like like most people don't know the strength that it takes to get out of that situation like people will get themselves in that situation because they think that they're weak and then when they come out the other side like they don't they don't realise how strong of a thing that is to do and like I didn't realise for a long time how strong it was to come out the other side when some people don't um 
who was around you at that at that point in time not that in that moment but in your life at that that point in time um like I definitely had friends that were around but like and family but like I distanced myself from them that much that like I wasn't really close with them I guess well I had the perception that I wasn't close with them but like that was just how I viewed the relationship between us I guess and I think it wasn't until after that point that I um realized how important like those relationships were really like especially like my family like they freaked out and like yeah and like um like tom like my coach obviously like huge part in like pulling me out not pulling me out of that but helping me like work through it and like like obviously grow from it as well um so you were open about what what you were going to do you you told people soon after or is that a few you know the, um, a bit further down the track I don't really like I didn't tell people no um, like I told like a few people um, like my family and coach and like a couple of friends but um, yeah it wasn't really something I openly talked about for a while for a long time um, yeah like that Instagram live was probably the first one of the first couple of times I'd spoken about it openly for a to anyone yeah, wow. really yeah, yeah I for could sure feel, you could feel it yeah yeah it was it was a new um, bringing something to the surface that hadn't hadn't been there for a while you yeah. could feel that yeah mm. thanks so much for the, for sharing that though man that's so yeah how then what how'd you come out of that um, it was a very long process in terms of like working through that um, like yeah like I said Tom my coach helped me loads working through that for sure in terms of like changing belief systems and like stuff that I was holding on to and like things like that um, and Josh one of my close mates was like a huge part in that as well um, but it wasn't really until um, like a few months before that Instagram live that I did with Tom that we did like a big like a lot of work around it and like because I was still holding on to it a little bit and like we I was I was working through it but I was working through it and sort of like putting it in my back pocket and not really like addressing it directly and just moving past it and just accepting that it like was good for me that that happened so for a long time it was just like cool like let's focus on this let's focus on this and distract myself from actually working on it directly but then when we did address it um like it was just like a huge moment for me in terms of like like we talked about like realizing how much strength it takes to like get past something like that and like how strong of a man i must be to like even work past that because like i like i didn't have the power to die so i must have the power to live and like that was something that just like stuck with me for like as soon as we as soon as i realized that i was like okay like fuck Mm -hmm. that's like that that was that was huge and like i've that's just something that's yeah stuck with me ever since Mm -hmm. i realized that so yeah that was that was big Mm. 
Yeah, that's beautiful. That's a really good way of saying it. Mm. Yeah, wow. And so did business have to stop at that point for a while? Because um, this was amidst starting everything, wasn't it? Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Um, like everything definitely took a backward step for a little bit there. Um, but then I think that was also part of the distraction as well. Like have to get back on track and like open this gym and like have to make sure that the members are loving the place and have to make sure that the staff are like loving their jobs and like everything like that. So that was definitely a big part of the part of the distraction of not addressing it directly initially. But, um, but yeah, like business stopped for maybe like two weeks and then it was just like, I had to get back on track. So like, yeah, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't something that like I stopped for ages to like focus on and get past initially. It was just like, fuck, like I've got so much to do. Like I can't be thinking about this. Like let's get this gym open and yeah. Mm. Yeah. And how are you now? Yes. When, when you look back on that now, what, what goes through your head? There's a lot of people that have been there. Mm. So what what goes through your head when you think of that now? I, I noticed that um, that you don't particularly say the word suicide. I, that, that's mm. that's not something I've ever heard you actually say. Is yeah. there something about the word that you like to completely keep away from you? Like is because I noticed that you not at all have mm. have said that, which is you know obviously fine. But yeah, I don't think I have a um, problem with it. I've just never. Um, like, I don't think it's a comfortable... I've, yeah, it's funny you say I've never really... Just thinking now, like, I don't think I've ever said it on any type of video I've done or even in... I've said it in content, but, like, obviously, that's not me saying it. Um, yeah, like, I don't think it's comfortable for me to say. It sits... Like, there's a lot of emotion still attached to that word for me. But in terms of like bad emotion, I don't think it's bad. It's mm. more like um, like remembering remembering the exact moment. I don't think it's very comfortable with me because I've more sat with what I've got out of that moment, if anything. So like I think that the word suicide like brings me back to like the exact moment, whereas like if I'm just talking about like committing the worst type of commitment or something like that it's more i'm focusing on the sort of the growth that i've got out of it mm. yeah yep makes sense yeah mm. yeah and how long after did you meet grace uh we met in like the end of oh well we knew each other from school yeah um but then this relationship blossomed <laughs> at the end of 2018. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So was Grace at all in, were you at all in the picture through that part of your life? No. Uh, no. Yeah. But you obviously caught up on it all pretty, pretty soon after. Did you, so did you kind of, did you get together after starting here? Work or? No, no. no. Um, no. Yeah, like we were already together and then I left my old job and started What was your old job? Uh, I was in the Air Force. Wow. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, wow. 
for how long? Three years. Yeah. Yeah. So that was straight out of school. Uh, I took a year off and travelled and did my PT course. Okay, yeah. And then, yeah, I just joined up for like a gap year Mm. to try it because I was still in the stage of, I don't know what I want to (laughs) do. And yeah, stayed in for three years. Wow, what was that like? I'm very grateful for all the experiences and I'm really glad that I did it. But it was one of the hardest times that like I've been through. Um, I think because it brought a lot up. Um, but yeah, like best experience, like it's definitely not what you think it is like. Um, and I was in like an admin job, so it wasn't like really active. Mm. Um, and then I was trying to change my job within the Air Force to like essentially a PT in the Air Force. Um, but then I realized it wasn't what I wanted to do. Like it wasn't in line with me anymore. Um, and it's quite, um, people are very passionate within it as well. So if you want to leave, um, it's often not, um, accepted really well. So when that's all you're surrounded with and you want to leave, it's quite challenging to leave unless you are really certain of your decision. So it took me about at least eight months to actually get out after I started wanting to get out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Are there, are there a lot of girls? Um, they're doing a lot of work on getting the percentage of females um, up. It, in the job I was in, it's a female-dominant role, so I didn't experience, like, lack of, like, equality. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so there, there was still a lot of feminine energy around. Yeah, which I think, as well, I wasn't used to. Mm-hmm. So that in itself like I ended up actually having a really bad experience with the female boss which was the start of really wanting to get out yeah what was that can you you tell us that experience (laughs) um she no names yeah (laughs) 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 um like I mix well with most people like I'm very want to get along never have really had any issues with anyone um but she just came in and did not like get along with her at all. She was very like micromanagement and not open to different views at all. Um, the other girl that I worked with was like similar age to me. And I feel like in a way our generation is a bit different as well in the way that we want to know why we're doing things. Um, whereas the boss was quite old school in the way that we're in the military, like you just do it. Um, and she came in the role not knowing anything about it and wasn't very accepting that we were more knowledgeable on like our job. Um, so that just brought up so much conflict. Um, it got to a point where we as the like lower rank tried to deal with the conflict with her and she said that it was us like attacking her. <laughs> wow, like yeah. a formal complaint sort of thing. Like before even trying to put in a formal complaint, we wanted to sort it out at the lowest level yeah so yeah. we tried to sit down with her and it was us like like because there's two of us and one of her like it was us bullying and like mm. um it was an interesting experience like i grew a lot just from that um like being in a place of such like helplessness that was a big challenge um and like it was a situation where everyone 
around you is like yeah that's horrible like I'll help you out and when the time came to support me or us like the other girl I work with everyone had disappear mm. so in a place that's very structured um in like rank and everything like that it was very challenging and like it got to a point where I was sent to like a psych because they were saying it was just me yeah wow yeah it got extreme for what it was like because I was trying to go against them they sent me so it was like <laughs> yeah um obviously it was just that situation and once I got out of that everyone was just like what the hell like they couldn't believe that it was like that um and yeah then I went to a different job and had a nice experience before I left so that was good yeah yeah uh, a different job in within the industry oh I just went to like a different location oh okay yeah yeah doing the same work yeah 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 and then how long after did you get back into the PT stuff because you so you studied PT before going yeah right yeah. yeah um and then yeah within the air force I was working on changing my job um and I actually got like accepted to change my job and went to the training for it and left on the first day <laughs> Wow! Yeah. because I just couldn't be there I was just like wait like this is what I've worked for the last nearly two years to get into and it was really challenging to accept like it wasn't what I actually wanted like I feel like a lot of people can relate you work so hard to be somewhere and then you get there and it's not what you want mm. um so yeah I left the first day of that training and then they posted me down here there's a base down here because I said I wanted to get out and you have to wait three months before getting out so I worked there for three months and then got out mm. yeah so you, you, you said that you saw it, there was a lot of good that came from it what, mm. what's probably the best thing that you, that you could have take, taken away from Ooh. it <laughs> that's a good question I will say like my dedication like because before it I didn't have much structure in my life um, or anything like that and getting into that and learning how to be <laughs> disciplined in a way um, under someone else was really good to learn how to do it myself and that, like being forced to do it yeah yeah mm, yeah that's cool mm. that's an awesome thing to take away from <laughs> yeah that's such a good life life uh, skill um, yeah. Isn't it? yeah yeah um i mentioned the feminine energy thing before because one of your posts was um regarding that and how in relationships you struggle to allow that feminine energy to to come out yeah where, where are you at with that now because that's that's really interesting and and yeah tell me about that um i still face challenges at times <laughs> Um, that post was actually really beautiful. I, can we like read it? Do you, would you want to read it or should I read it? No, read it. Yeah, you should can I read, read it? it. Yeah. Just know that it's from a female perspective. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that cool? Yeah, that's fine. Because I, I thought it was really, really beautiful. Um, yeah, here it is. I say who it is like it took me so long to find it but I actually saved it <laughs> <laughs> I love that um, yeah so I used to deny the feminine in me I denied the, the nurturer I denied the lover I would deny myself the pleasure of providing and nurturing to suit the modern idea of equality in a heterosexual relationship 
It was confusing. I always felt conflicted and didn't know what to do. Now, this may not be the same for everyone. However, it is a common theme I hear among clients and the women around me. I love to cook. I enjoy cleaning and having a nice space to be in. I love to share the foods I create with others and see them enjoying it. But as soon as a male was in the picture, this would go out the window. Why should I cook for him? Would cross my mind. So I'd either just cook for myself, not cook at all, or on the rare occasion I would cook for him. The enjoyment from it would be quickly clouded with thoughts like, when will he cook, when will he cook for me? Why hasn't he picked up his clothes? I've cooked for him. He should do that. It should be equal. <laughs> Sound familiar? What if you did allow yourself to dive into your feminine you've been denying for so long? What if you allowed yourself to feel the pleasure of providing an, a nourishing meal for your partner? What if you allowed yourself to enjoy cleaning up the space you live in and having it as a beautiful sanctuary for you, the two of you? It is in you to nurture. It is in you to love. What if you finally allowed yourself to truly do so? Now, I read that and I can relate so much on you know, the, the other side mm. as, as, a, as a male, the, the whole masculine energy thing. Mm. That's, that's something that I've struggled to allow openly for a long time. This was a big part of the, the work I did with Tom. Um, and that's why I said being around a group of females mm. was really helpful because yeah. I could, that kind of like, it was heightened um, <laughs> and it felt that way. Mm. Um, but yeah, tell me about that then. And wh- where's it at now? Yeah, it's so different hearing it be read. <laughs> you write really, really well. Thank you. Really, really well. Yeah. I write a lot better when it's yeah from my heart for sure. Mm. Um, yeah, like still have challenges definitely because obviously it's been my life for the last 23 years. Um, but I think the part when I started denying it was because I grew up with my brother and my dad being the main people around me. So there's a lot of masculine energy and don't talk about your emotions and <laughs> everything like that. Um, and then obviously a lot of what you read about is like, oh, you shouldn't. And what you hear is like, oh, a woman shouldn't have to cook for a man. <laughs> mm. Like it's so common. Um, and yeah, I suppose I took that on. And in past relationships, I just faced so many challenges with it. Just being so unhappy because I was denying myself enjoyment when I would cook. Um, even though it was something I loved and it was just so confusing because I'd be like, I love doing this. But then, like, if I cook for him, I'd be like, no. (laughs) 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 And so, yeah, like, um, it got to a point where there were a lot of other aspects. We got to a point um, before Jacob and I met that I just didn't want to be with anyone because I was like, Steve's on my own. Um, I enjoy being on my own better. There were a lot of other excuses I came up with, but I feel like that was the core aspect because I just couldn't be happy in a relationship because it was so confusing. Um, and yeah, being with Jacob, I've done a lot of work around it. Um, and yeah, talked with Tom about it and he just said, he's like, what are you talking about? Like, you like it's literally within you to do that and like he raised with me how much of a like nurturing person I am which is something I could never see before um so (laughs) it has been really interesting being more open to it and like allowing myself to cook for Jacob and enjoy it and yeah it's so much nicer to not have to 
be so conflicted within myself every single day. Mm, it's probably good for Jacob as well. He's probably enjoying that. Oh, the food's great. The delicious <laughs> foods. <laughs> yeah, he just scoffs it down, but now I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> as long as he cleans his room or... <laughs> he still doesn't do that. <laughs> and now you're empowering women. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a pretty wicked change. Yeah. Um... I want to know about that. So I was doing a bit of a stalk. <laughs> Tell me about, so now correct me if I'm wrong in pronunciation, but the Mariposa effect. Yeah, that's right. Tell me about that. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so much to my surprise, I'm working with women. Like I've had a lot of challenges with being friends with women and everything like that. Um, the usual, I get along better with males. Um, and never saw myself just working with women because I was scared of that exact thing. Um, and then, yeah, through the work with Tom, I did a lot of work around... Um, obviously, I went to Transform Wild, like, for business and it was mostly personal for me. Um, so, because when I was 13, my mum committed suicide um, and that was something I didn't deal with until last year um which is understandable as a young girl I just shut off it was the only way I could get through and then I yeah went to the transformer and did a lot of work with Tom around that and that's when it came up because I was just having so many challenges with creating my program and it came up because I really it was because I was scared I couldn't help people because I couldn't help my mum and that was the whole reason why it took me so long to get into coaching really because I was like well I couldn't help my mum how could I help anyone um and yeah I did a lot of work around that and then like what like of course I would work with women like whatever it ended up exactly being it didn't really matter but I just wanted to help women like realize who they are and be more clear on the direction they want in life because I feel like so many people, so many people I talk to that in their like 50s and 60s and they're like, yeah, I didn't figure it out until I was 40 or they still are figuring it out. And obviously for some people that's what it's like. But mm. with the, if you have the guidance and actually see someone that you can talk to and get a bit clear on that, then why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and Mariposa is actually butterfly in Spanish. Um very nice yeah. yeah and that's connected to mum mm-hmm. so essentially I started the program like from everything that happened with mum and uh, how far I've come because of that mm-hmm. which part of butterfly is is related to mum um well she had a butterfly tattoo and like butterflies were always a big thing um but I did a it's like cutting of the cords with Tom and she like essentially turned into a purple butterfly Mm -hmm. which is how my logo came about as well which is a purple butterfly oh beautiful yeah 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 wow (laughs) that's awesome yeah yeah i haven't actually like spoken about that yet Mm -hmm. so yeah so the mariposa (laughs) effect is (laughs) (laughs) um i'm currently working on like my niche for it um it's essentially a program for women that's around fitness um like 
eating wise like I really want to give women the tools and information so they can do it themselves um I don't want them to need to rely on me or anything like that I want to be there and give them the information and tools that they need and guide them whether it is on training um or if it's something in their personal life um yeah just guide them and Mm. ideally get clear on well learn to love training that's a big one um so many uh females at my age are either training for looks which is a big thing um or training to cover things up and punish themselves and yeah a lot of it they do it but they don't love it um and that was a challenge i faced too so yeah helping women love training um get clear on who they are and really connect to themselves mm-hmm. um and yeah get a bit more direction in life in general and mm. actually do it yeah yeah that's awesome i'm so excited to see what comes of that that's <laughs> really cool how long has that been in in the works for uh well i first like launched it in september or mm. october oh, august i think last year yeah and from there it's been yeah the adventure of figuring out working for myself um and figuring out exactly what i want to do with it and everything like that Mm, that's incredible Mm. what a cool story (laughs) (laughs) that is so cool yeah Yeah. um and jacob you're pretty much targeting males then yes um (laughs) so that's that's come about um, I did make it through the f- the four pillars of strength that you sent me. Nice, wicked man. Like it. Um, so that focuses on focuses on the. So tell us the four pillars. Uh, so the four pillars was something I released as uh, sort of like a guide for men. Um, like my whole thing with men now is like trying to like open them up to going beyond just physical strength which is why i created the four pillars so four pillars basically has uh sections about physical strength mental strength emotional strength and spiritual strength so the four planes basically um and it's it's a guide to sort of open men to sort of like thinking about the other three planes and not just focusing on the physical so like a lot of men will sort of define strength as like how much weight you can lift or how quickly you can scull a beer or like whatever it is, right? Mm. But really, like that's not strength at all. Like, oh. yeah, no, like <laughs> I'm amazing, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> you wouldn't pick it. <laughs> so, um, and like it's really based off a lot of the work that I did myself. Like mm. I 100% base strength around exactly that. Like I would just train to like lift as much weight as I could and I'm like cool like I'm now strong yeah and then like how much more weight can I lift that'll make me strong and then like looking at like power lifters and I'm just like oh they're strong like that's a strong dude but then like really it's it's just one aspect of strength and like for for males especially like in terms of you know becoming uh um like a real like not a not a real man like a true a true strong a truly strong man 100 percent takes all four planes and like a, a balance across all four planes for sure so yeah that was basically why i created the four pillars of strength i'm just like men need to men need to hear this they need to like know that 
strength isn't just based off the physical like there's a, there's so much more to strength that we don't even know yet so yeah i just created that and i was just like i want i want men to know this it's so freaking awesome that your journey from where you were has brought, like given you this that is so cool yeah that's amazing man yeah amazing um so for each can you give us like a, a like a brief rundown of each of the pillars like yeah I, I guess what what you um how you go about uh teaching each uh part of each pillar yep so the the physical pillar is all based around like how you would define like your physical strength so i know for for myself it was obviously based around how much weight i could lift so i mean a lot of the physical pillar is based around like programming and like you know how to actually get strong in the gym and things like that and how you would define strength for yourself because i know like you watch a marathon runner run a full marathon and you're like oh they're a strong runner like but you see a power lifter deadlift 350 plus kilos and you're like oh that's a strong dude so the physical pillar is basically uh how you can figure out how you define strength for yourself mm. so can like obviously like uh both ends of the spectrum is like marathon runner and powerlifter completely different strength but definitely both like strong like athletes within themselves in both mm. their fields so physical pillar is definitely defining strength how you would define it and then uh mental strength is basically like teaching them how they can like overcome challenges that pop up in their life and just knowing that like anything that they anything that they've done in their life has brought them to where they are right now and like anything that they've done or whatever has brought them to like that point so um the mental pillar is definitely like teaching them how to just accept that whatever's happening for them is happening for them not to them and just like trying to like uh move them away from that victim mentality and sort of moving them into like the hero mentality and realizing that yeah everything is happening for them it's there's some sort of lesson there in whatever situation they're in uh and then the emotional pillar um i think that was one of the longest um videos in the four pillars i think it was i went a lot deeper than what i'd intended to but like it'd be it, hard to keep that short yeah like but it needed to happen i think like yeah. um and it's basically just like that whole pillar is just helping men become aware that like they're allowed to like fucking have emotions like doesn't matter if you get angry it doesn't matter if you get sad like it, we don't like this whole perception around men needing to like like a man bottles his shit up and like doesn't talk about like shit that makes him sad like isn't it crazy and we were like taught as a kid like oh come on be a man you know like get, get your shit together yeah exactly like uh that like so it's so outdated that it's almost yeah. like a joke now i feel mm. like it's like in the age that we are now obviously there's a lot more um there's definitely a lot more um like eyes on it now i suppose you could say like in terms of like males need to be aware of that but at the same time, like, none of us fucking know how to do it. Like, no no guys know how to, like, talk about their emotions. So, like, the emotional pillar definitely, like, sort of, it, it dives into how we can actually start, like, talking about our shit and 
sort of bring like just get shit out and stop bottling it up basically mm. um and then the spiritual pillar um was it was an interesting one to film because not many people dive into well i know not many males dive into any sort of spirituality kind of stuff um so filming that was um a challenge in itself to try and not stay like um trying to stay like broad but at the same time like getting deeper with it as well and just realizing that um like you always have the answers to whatever questions you might ask and just like trying to teach them that um sort of like they are who they are for a reason like there's no one there's no one like harping down on you and like criticizing you for every move and things like that like if you if they if they want something go get it the the answer's always going to be there mm. you did, ex- did extremely well to explain that because yeah to explaining that to to men is would be a difficult thing yeah because it's spiritual you know people would hear that and just be like ah oh, fairies and stuff right um, yeah but this stuff is for real this mm. stuff is like it it just is mm. it's not like magical yeah um it it just is what it is yeah yeah so that's no you explained it really well much better than i possibly could <laughs> thank you yeah <laughs> no um that was really cool we'll we'll definitely try to like we'll get a i don't know some sort of is that uh, the four pillars uh those those short videos open to everyone at the moment yeah like anyone can awesome. jump on um the links in my in the bio of my instagram so cool. anyone can jump on and download it and look at it for sure yeah awesome man and people who want to continue doing work with you on that um so what more do you provide uh so i have a program called the journey of strength which is uh it's nothing like the four pillars but at the same time it's everything in the four pillars but deep dived on everything that i talk Mm. about basically um and it's like we spoke about just like taking men on that journey to being a truly strong man like covering everything from like physical strength mental strength emotional strength spiritual strength and like embodiment of it all like it's basically like a big how-to i guess you could say like Mm -hmm. because yeah like i said like guys know about this shit like men know about this stuff they don't know how the fuck to do it like guys don't know how to talk about their emotions or anything like that and like i I don't know the percentages of the population but you see men in the gym and all they do is bicep curls like if i have huge biceps and my vein sticks out that must make me strong Mm. but that's not the case so yeah so teaching them how to do it because we don't i i haven't seen anything other than from like psychologists and stuff like that to try and like teach men how to like take that step from being like all closed off and feeling like they have no end to talk to to actually realizing how they can actually talk about their stuff and that it, it's fine to like open up and everything like that yeah i like your way of kind of opening up that question how you say what is your perception of, mm. of physical strength that's a really cool way to approach it yeah because then it just gets you thinking like you know even me i, I saw that and i thought what is my what is my perception? What is what is my view on, on physical strength? Yeah. It's a cool thing to keep in mind for anyone. Mm. Yeah. For yeah sure. that was that was a really good way to put it. 
So you're literally both becoming the highest, your highest possible <laughs> selves from a female side and a male side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's a lot of energy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, d- does that, that much energy can, can clash. You two seem to be probably the bestest friends I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are. Yeah. 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 It's it's amazing. I've I've learned a lot from your relationship. Like Thank truly. You. It's it's a, a beautiful thing to see. Um and you're so young as well. It's incredible. Good job. <laughs> well done. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Do, does that energy ever clash then? Or do you... Because when you, when you start looking into the things that you, you both are, sometimes you'll get to a point where... I mean, I'm sure you've both experienced it. You, one of you might be having a really awesome day and it's obviously the highest possible point of positive energy. And then the other person might be having a day where, ugh, I'm just not feeling it today. Mm. Mm. that's that's what happens right yeah 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 and how how do you go about that because that's a big thing in relationships yeah i think initially we we had a lot of challenges around that initially yeah like i would get home and i like you said i would have had like an awesome day and i would just want to like tell grace all about it so i'd come in the door and i'll be like ah like (laughs) like just talking and like i wouldn't have even known yet that grace might not have had like the highest day that I've had and yeah like that sort of different level of energy I think was a huge challenge at the start Mm. one of the big things we learned was if he asked me how my day was first Mm. I'd be like no you're going first because he would sit there and like He'd try and listen, but like he wasn't listening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, you just go. <laughs> Tell me how your day yeah. was so you can listen to mine when it's done. Yeah. Like, just little stuff like that. Um, and, mm. like, we just learnt quite quickly how to read each other yeah. to know, like, oh, probably shouldn't. Like, not dim ourselves down, but just be, like, considerate of that mm. and just be like, can I tell you yeah. <laughs> about this amazing mm. thing that happened today? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah we... We did learn very quickly early on, Mm-mm. for sure. Like, and one of my big things is communication. And we know when that breaks down yeah. so quickly. And I can read Jacob like <laughs> nothing. <laughs> and he still tries to not deny it. Um, You're but pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do when that communication breaks down? Um, What's I the d- approach? I just keep pushing until <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he talks. Like if it's from my side and I know he's not talking. Um, I used to be like scared to push and I just would leave it but I knew it would bottle up inside me and bottle up inside him Mm. Um, and once I got yeah that confidence in myself to know that like if I felt something was up to trust it um, yeah I just keep pushing and obviously like a loving way Mm. but just be like yeah like we figured out pretty quickly that's what works like especially if I am not talking about something and Grace is pushing like initially I'll be like like fuck off what are you doing mm. but then i'm like oh mm. that's why like mm-hmm. i'm not talking about this thing and then yeah obviously the conversation will happen and we'll get past it mm. yeah and just knowing like each other's different um not standards but what we perceive things to be uh something up mm. <laughs> that was a big one like i'll be like what's what's up and jacob's like nothing's wrong mm. <laughs> and he will <laughs> i'll know that like something's going on like 
he's thinking about something a heap or whatever but he's just like nothing's wrong and so to him he's like nothing's wrong so I don't need to talk about anything um but I'll know that something's something's up (laughs) and Mm. he would deny it like that's a big thing that like you would deny but just me like knowing that I'll be like my changing my language too at the start I would say like what's wrong so now Mm. I know I'll be like what's up and if he says nothing's wrong I'll be like I didn't ask what's wrong I said what's up (laughs) yeah 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 awareness (laughs) around it has increased impressively (laughs) yeah for sure yeah and going the other way from a male perspective like when you come or when Grace comes home and you've just had a day where you just you know you prefer to keep to yourself and all that how yeah how do you go about that because there's there's different ways of approaching it as it yeah for sure i think it's very similar in the way that like we approach it like the same way from both ways like you just dig in yeah (laughs) yeah we're both quite stubborn like i'm pretty she's very stubborn like and it's the same thing like i'll i'll have to push to get something out of it but then i know like we're aware like we're in rapport and aware of each other that much that like we know the times to like push hard mm. and then we know when times it's just like cool like she needs 10 minutes mm. like kind of thing like that uh, the awareness around that for us has been like massive i think like yeah. especially when it's like like the roles are reversed or whatever like and i'm like grace is bottling something up and i'm trying to like push at her i'm like hesitant to push because i know what it's like when she pushes to get something out of me and like initially you hate it mm. and you're just like give me some space yeah. But you know it's going to benefit them. Yeah. Sometimes you need to be just like brutal in yeah. love. Yeah. Brutal. yeah. Right. You follow Kerwin Ray, don't you? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Did you see, did you listen to that podcast? I forgot her name. But um, it was actually a couple and they spoke about how important it was to just be pretty much just brutal in mm. love. Yeah. And like if, if one of them is, you know, in that victim mentality, the other one's just like, shut the fuck up yeah. like yeah. what oh, is wrong yeah like that. we'll we'll call each other out too mm. like that's like the best thing like yeah. that's what I love because I know I can rely on Jacob to just pull me up whenever mm. I'm I hate it at the time of course because mm. I just want to be the victim yeah yeah <laughs> but he it's he, addictive yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he'll he'll be brutal and I'll I'll crack it but then very quickly I'll just be like yeah thank you yeah <laughs> for yeah. sure yeah, something to be said for that, definitely. Mm. Yeah. It's yeah. a beautiful thing when you when your relationships to that point when you you can just be honest and mm. yeah, brutal with mm. love. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. Yep. Sweet. So what's next for you guys? <laughs> oh my <Wow>. god. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Are we gonna make it public? Yeah, we yeah. can make it public. Yeah. Um, Alright, so situation of where we are right now, Everyday Elite, and what's coming this year from there for both of you. Cool. Individually and together. Okay. Well, with the gym, with Everyday Elite, we, uh, I sold it. So, it's now sold um, to a guy named Jesse who works here as well. Um, and yeah, that all gets handed over on the 1st of February, so very it's huge man <laughs> yeah yeah i never thought that i would ever sell this because it's like my baby and like mm-hmm. grew up from nothing and like yeah i just always thought i'd be the gym owner so yeah it's a huge huge step mm-hmm. for me for, for sure um and yeah obviously now i've got the online stuff so my whole business can run from my laptop basically so um 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how long had you known that you wanted to sell it, the gym? Um, was that a very quick process? Well, uh, I think in terms of like selling a business, it's been a quick process for sure. Like mm. it all happened pretty quickly. Um, but like in my head, I think, like in my head, I think I sold this business a year ago. <laughs> like I just sort of like not lost care, but um, sort of took a step back from going so hard at it. I think would be a good way to describe it. Mm. And then, um, yeah, like I had conversations with Tom, like my coach about, you know, getting a manager in and like doing some travel and like just sort of stepping away from working 75 hours a week. And then I was having a conversation with Jesse in the staff room and he didn't know that I had plans to sell it or get a manager or anything like that. And then, yeah, we're just having like a normal conversation. And then he's like, yeah, and like in a few years, I want to like think about opening my own place and, you know, potentially getting away from here and that sort of thing. And I was like, oh, do you want this place? And it was like, he was like, what? And I was like, yeah. I was like, if you want this one, you can buy it. He's like, you serious? And I'm like, yeah, like if you want to buy it, I'm like, I'll sell it to you. And then that's basically how it happened. Like mm. just that conversation was just like perfect timing. Yeah. Like, how long ago was that? Oh, that would have been like October. Mm. Yeah, October last year. Wow. Yeah, so yeah. it's been a quick process so mm. um well i think it is i've never sold a business before yeah. but <laughs> like i think this is pretty quick yeah um well i mean not everyone in their early 20s has uh, has created and then sold a business so. yeah true yeah, <laughs> yeah um so yeah like it was a huge like massive step like it didn't sort of it didn't feel real until like the last couple of weeks i think like signing contracts and like transferring things over so and then, yeah, yesterday felt pretty real as well. So, mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what happened yesterday? Do you want me to say it? Or you <laughs> Sounds can, like you it can. was a big day. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, we bought a caravan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we bought dream. our first home. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's what this year holds for you. Mm. Yeah. 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 Going from spending a couple hours together a week to every, every hour day. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so do you not spend much time together jacob leaves at 4 a.m and gets home at 8 p.m yeah and then weekends are the main time we would get together yeah. okay yeah often as like those get taken up pretty quick by yeah. catch-ups with people or things we need to do yeah yeah t- tidying because we're not really home that much in the week yeah so yeah. And obviously, we try and focus on our health and good sleep. And yeah. so, he gets home at eight and it's a rush to yeah. say hello, run down of the day and get enough sleep in. Exactly. Um, yeah. And that yeah. little bit of time, like alone time, that is also really yeah. Yeah, yeah. valuable. Yeah. yeah. So, that exactly. has been a challenge for sure. Yeah. Um, definitely. So, this is going to be an incredible change. <laughs> yeah. Anywhere in particular that you... That you have you Do you have travel plans yet? Uh all of australia yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. awesome yeah like because we'll both be working online like Mm -hmm. we can take it anyway so it's not like we have a time limit Mm. it's not like we have to rush it's more so going to be a where do we want to go next let's check this place out how long do we want to stay here for (laughs) (laughs) we love it we'll stay another week another month 
yeah that is so yeah. cool yeah oh yeah. i'm so excited for you <laughs> that's awesome so excited yeah yeah and other than that any anything else like in a in a personal aspect individual aspect that you that you've been wanting to work on um like or are these kind of your these are your projects at the moment and this is what you this is definitely our focus at the moment yeah for sure. yeah yeah like business and life connect so much for us so mm. yeah like I would just be continuing working on my business, running like more workshops and stuff like that. Um, yeah. yeah. Just building that up for me for sure. Mm. Yeah. I think workshops and events are definitely the next step mm. for us for nice. sure. Yeah. Yep. I could see that. Mm. Could you ever see yourself doing that sort of thing together? Absolutely. Up on stage together. That would be mm. epic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like we've talked a lot, like before I even, when I was first starting to plan out my business to launch it and stuff, I was like, how sick would it be to do a couple's like retreat, retreat? Yeah. Mm. and not mm. like a get to go chill out retreat. Like we would work on them separately yeah. together, swap it so they could get like the males could get the feminine side and, different points of view like mm. it needs to happen yeah yeah, yeah i'll be there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. that's really good yeah. yeah yeah um i wanted to say as well going back to f- being a female and not being able to be so in touch with that feminine side it's such a shame that um we've we've been we've been told that females just can't be you know what they naturally are isn't it a shame that it's like taboo to you know a female cooking dinner getting all this stuff Mm. like happening at home and and cleaning and stuff not that it's that's their sole priority Mm. but what a shame that that's like taboo now that's something that you could yeah this is going to be huge (laughs) because yeah yeah like everyone i hear it from like my friends come to me and like clients and they're it comes up and they're just like yeah like i don't want to cook for him blah 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 because he should do the same thing mm-hmm. and i'm just like and i t- tell them the same thing i'm like look i get it like it's what you've learned but just know that you're just denying yourself pleasure mm. like the, <laughs> yeah mm. and then they'll be like yeah i did this for him once and i'm like yeah how did it feel and they're like good <laughs> yeah. i'm like i know <laughs> yeah and it, yeah it is so sad like yeah 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 christian and i were talking about that on the way well kind of kind of everything revolved around that like everything traces back to being in a tribe yeah and what were those roles in that tribe yeah everyone knows you can think back to like you know the, the days like a like tribal days and you everyone knows that you know it would be the male out hunting or you know mm. that sort of thing and and the women would be would be cooking cleaning like that that sort of thing yeah mm. everyone knows that that's how it was and yeah it's it's a very very interesting thing it's kind Mm. of it's taboo now it's it's a shame yeah Mm. and the other aspect from the like female side is how women so often compete and compare rather than connect Mm. yeah and that's what like they would do they'd connect and be together and go through things together and Mm. now it's like they're against each other yeah and themselves yeah mm. yeah like let yourself be what you want to be yeah right. it's like forcing yourself out of yeah mm. that's so interesting yeah so that's that's awesome that you're doing that and yeah. you've seen you've come from not wanting to be feminine whatsoever so yeah that's incredible who better to teach it than you that's awesome yeah yeah did you guys have anything you wanted to throw out there or 
I don't know. You mentioned earlier that you had things right. that you wanted to say. Was like, there anything in particular? Oh, like I just want to ask you so many questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an open book. I, just don't, I don't really have that, that opportunity as much because it's not about me. But yeah. I'm an open book. <laughs> I like, we started off in primary school where we knew each other there and then went to high school together and I had a mad crush on Jacob. <laughs> but like... <laughs> We were just like really good friends. Um, Like we connected so well. And I know in high school things are quite um, surface level, but our conversations Mm. were always so deep. And I was always there for him and he was always there for me, Um, whether like he had girlfriends or I had a boyfriend. And we just always have such deep conversations. And, well, I don't know about you, but I always like wanted something more but obviously it didn't happen for a reason because we both had a lot of growing to do and a lot to experience. Yeah, mm, um, for sure. And yeah, like after school, high school, like went our separate ways for like five years, didn't talk, didn't yeah. anything. Wow. Um, mm. And then by chance I came home um, after getting out of a long relationship like nearly a year before and then, yeah, we connected again and it went from there. It was like nothing had changed. Like we... Yeah, we connected straight away again, and mm. it was nice. Yeah, mm. Missy played a big part in it too. Yeah, <laughs> that's always the way. I think. Yeah, yeah. that's that definitely helps. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah like, sure. Come for a walk with my dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> try to play it cool. <laughs> Misty, so you've got Misty, who is a golden retriever. Yeah, mm. and Chance. Yeah, so I adopted Greyhound. Awesome. Mm. Yeah, how long have you had both of them? Uh, I've had Misty since she was a puppy and she's two. Mm. So, yeah, a bit over two years. Yeah, and we got Chance in November. Mm. Mm. Made me so happy when I saw that. Because I think I saw, like, when you got... Yeah. Um, to her, isn't it? Him. 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 Oh, okay, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Yeah, we got him, like, the week before the wedding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a big decision. Yeah. <laughs> Even bigger than the, the marriage yeah. itself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we have to hold ourselves back from getting more so dogs. Many puppies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they're both going to be with you on the travels. Mm. Yep. Mm. Get yeah. their own bed and everything. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 They get along super well, though, don't they? Yeah. They're they both do. really chill. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like just sleep so much and yeah, are really good with just walking with us and yeah. Mm. yeah. And they're like, they're so good with people too. Mm. like you saw like Misty just loves any sort of like human contact yeah she just she'll sit right at your feet and get patted all day if you just sat there and Chance so is like beautiful. Chance is like fine around people as well mm. he's like a four year old child yeah he's like hi oh you haven't really got anything for me I'll just go nap <laughs> <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> that's perfect um, are they allowed in here and if so why are they not here <laughs> yeah yeah well are. Misty freaks out out here Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, because there's ghosts. Yeah. Uh, and they know. <laughs> Dogs know. Dogs know. They yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. And then Chance, we actually haven't really had him down here. Yeah. They probably just run so much of a muck over the cords oh, and oh, Misty yeah. whack it's her so tail amazing. on the table. Yeah. Oh. She'd get really excited and just, yeah. her, her, she has no idea where her tail is ever. <laughs> <laughs> you saw her run her head into the TV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh gosh well, we'll definitely have to be doing another one in the future yeah I'll, I'll come uh, we'll record in, in the caravan yeah, yeah. we'll come we'll yeah. Yeah, we'll, come, we'll come, come to me yeah, yeah. yeah. Jeez, yeah. For sure. definitely like an updated one yeah like yeah, have you got space cool. for the caravan in your backyard like we can just we can just camp right yep. there yep <laughs> that would be amazing <laughs> yep no that would be incredible yep <laughs> um yeah so where were we what uh did is that all what did you guys want to throw out there um did you have any questions like for me um <laughs> it's all good if not this <laughs> Wait, is all from what you said before like are you do you have a partner now i do yeah yes yeah yeah That's you nice. said that um you could learn or you have learned a lot from our relationship mm-hmm. what's probably the biggest thing you've learned from our relationship so far not holding anything back mm. it's just all out there in the open and um yeah for some for some people i've found it's hard even in relationships to even eye contact Mm. and long eye contact mm. which which I've learned is something really powerful yeah. and I I feel like you guys have have really delved into that and letting yourselves kind of embrace that Ooh, um yeah, yeah. Mm. you have oh yeah. yeah yeah that was like one of the first things we did mm-hmm. yeah like on the beach um was that news eve I can't remember where that was. We were at the beach somewhere and I was telling you about this eye thing. Oh, yeah. Um, you might have done it at Transformer where you stand facing someone and you look into their, like, right eye or their, uh, yeah, their right eye. And, uh, <laughs> God, I've hit a stomach. Because I'm looking at your, I, I'm looking at your right eye. It feels more, most natural. Yeah. So it's. I mean, sorry, I'm looking at your left eye. <laughs> <laughs> Which way is it? Is it <laughs> It'd be are you looking at this one? Yeah, I'm looking at that one. Okay, yeah, so you would look at this one. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm glad we cleared that up. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, yeah, we, uh, did you do this at Transformer where you look into their right eye and the first three things you see is like basically the things that like uh, like you would need to work on or you hold uh, so close to you. So like Grace and I did that. I was like telling her about it at the beach one day. And then, like, we were doing it. And I'm like, yeah, it's this thing. And, like, the first three words are, like, come to your head. Like, what do you see? And then we just, like, didn't do it at all. We just, like, stared at each other for, like, 30 seconds at least. Mm. Like, 30 seconds is a long time to, like, not break eye contact. Mm. And, like, we we definitely do that a lot now. Like, especially if we're in conversation or anything like that like we I can see that we <laughs> focus on a lot <laughs> what? I've just been staring can't wait to see that back that was perfect <laughs> I didn't even you didn't I notice no? I, I am here guys <laughs> <laughs> um, hey. so we've we've mentioned Tom a lot mm-hmm. so Tom Clark you have an extremely strong relationship with him. Absolutely. Um, and we, we've all done work with him. Um, maybe you could explain who he is to you and, and what, he's, what he's provided for us. For, for, for us as individuals, obviously. But Yeah, wow. Yeah. Um, 
I don't even know where to start, like, to explain, mm. like, who he is. It's, like, he's the most incredible man I've ever met, firstly. Like, just incredibly humble as well. Like, yeah, like, the relationship that's developed between us both has been just amazing. I mean, we first started as mates in, like, high school and then that developed into like a business relationship and now he's like my brother like it's just the amount of like support he gives you without doing it for you is just yeah incredible like that's huge isn't it yeah yeah. and like it's just it's a massive thing for sure like um he like he empowers you 100% for sure and like he's one of the most wisest people I've ever met and I'm sure like you guys can agree like his wisdom is just like beyond anything anyone can even like comprehend especially um and his ability to like help you find the answer is like such a unique skill um and just the way he can like the way he can read you and like the way he can read you without making it look like he or feel like he's um like uh how do i explain it like he can just have a conversation with you know exactly what's up but make you realize it without you without him telling you what it is mm. and like for like that that skill in itself is just incredible because you you feel you'll learn so much more doing it that way rather than like someone just giving you the answer for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So we've all done a bit of work with him, but you guys have done a little bit more for a little bit longer. Um, so let, let's go over the, the transformer. Let's just briefly like, so what is it that, that, you know, that, that he's, he's provided there for us? <laughs> yeah, here you go. Uh, well to put it lightly he basically changed my life like within a space of four days (laughs) well he gave the power you the power to change your life yeah 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 um yeah just pushing me more than anyone ever had like emotionally like to dive into who i am and what's going on um and yeah just not taking any bullshit like no excuses or just the mask just ripped it right off um and yeah just well essentially um making like helping me see that like losing mum when I was 13 was the best thing that could ever happen to me um and to be able to see the beauty in that and like no longer hold the anger like for mum and what she did but to be able to see her beauty and love again and like help me see beauty and love in my life again mm. yeah were you close with your mum yeah 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 like she was my best friend yeah yeah so that obviously has helped me be who I am today massively um and if it hadn't have happened I wouldn't be here doing what I am now and helping people and changing women's lives mm-hmm. and yeah Tom helped me see that and work through it and yeah finally start doing what i want to do mm-hmm. yeah. so what was your mask 
Um, so you said you had said you had to he ripped off your well, you ripped off your mask. What yeah. was that mask? What does it look I like? Suppose. It looked like someone who definitely like acted confident, but was not um, someone that yeah was really tough and didn't need to cry. Crying was weak and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, just acting like I knew like lots and where I wanted to go sort of thing and that I didn't need anyone's help. I could do it on my own. Whereas like I was just the child in me was just dying inside really. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. So what did you have to, what was your relationship with that child inside? Did you have to, let her go did you have to let her know that you're okay now and that you are that she's served her time but it's you're ready to to go and grow as a as a woman yeah Yeah. like I held on to that like a lot of it was that I um didn't want to be a victim like I didn't want people to see me as like someone who lost her mum and feel guilty for me but because I didn't want that so much it's what exactly I was and like um, I wouldn't tell anyone what happened like with mum because I didn't want them to feel bad for me. Um, but it was really like, I just felt so bad for myself and that little girl that lost her mum. Um, so really accepting her and feeling her pain finally, mm. um, after eight years, um, allowed me to then step into the woman I was. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. Mm. And yourself, Jacob, what, what was like the, the main thing that you, that you took away from that first sort of experience at something like the Transformer with Tom Clark? Um, mine was like a huge identity shift in how I saw myself, for sure. Um, yeah, like I talked about, like putting the pressure on myself to like, be that high achiever and like always wanting to like be the best and like be at the top so like a lot of the work in that initial transformer was sort of like yeah unzipping the suit of high achiever mm-hmm. and like putting on the suit of me yeah essentially yep for sure because i've just been i've been wearing I've been wearing that, like I've been wearing that mask my whole life. Mm. Always wanted to be at the front and like always wanted to be the strongest and always wanted to be the fittest and the fastest and always wanted to be like better than any other PTs in the area and have a better gym than everyone else. And yeah, like a, like it was, it was confronting for sure. Cause like, that's just what I'd known my whole life and like being okay with just being me was like it was huge in that initial work for sure. Yeah. He's just a wizard, really. <laughs> <laughs> You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> He's a magical man. <laughs> How did you meet Tom? How did you find out about Tom? Through Dylan. Um, oh, okay. um, he came into work, my, like my work one day to stock up on some subs and Good on him. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, we, we, just, we just talked and, and got deep as usual. Um, and did you know him? Oh, you knew yeah, him already. Yeah, yeah I knew cool. Dylan. Um, 
It's Adelaide. Everyone knows everyone. Um, it's like Mafra. Yeah, oh, I bet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'm apparently friends with the neighbour from here now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, he ca- he came in, and it was at a point in my life where it was very clear that I was I was playing victim. Um, it was at a point in my life where I I, I wasn't. I wasn't hiding the fact that I wasn't loving where I was at that point in time. And he obviously saw that, um, being the, the incredible dude he is and very aware and conscious and, you know, he can feel what you're feeling. Um, so he, he just said out of nowhere, I'm going to get you in contact with, with Tom. Um, I think that you two would, would do really well um, together and I, I feel as though he could really I don't know be of benefit to me mm. at that point in my life and and yeah then I received a message from Tom like the day day after they're pretty sly with the, <laughs> how they do that aren't they um, no but it, it was it was perfect it was perfect timing um, and yeah Tom and I just got along straight away and I was like yeah what do I have to lose from going to this like um, so yeah, I, I went to the Igniter, which was just in, in Adelaide. Um, and then, uh, and that kind of made me even more aware of what I had that I needed to work on mm-hmm. and, and figure out about myself. And it was quite daunting because I wanted, I was in a room of, of business owners and PTs and stuff. So I was kind of a little bit like, I don't belong here. Mm-hmm. And I said that to him and I was like, man, I don't know you're asking these questions like for someone who already has their business and kind of knows where they're going in life. I don't know. And yeah, so I don't know how to answer any of these questions. Um, so that was something to, to get over. And then I kind of thought maybe the, the transformer, the, the following, um, the, what would you call that? The summit afterwards um, may not be for me because I'm not in the same position as these people are, but um, I soon realized that it wasn't about um, business or what I was... uh, uh, Yeah, even what I was wanting to do, it was about um, who I am right now and and the person I'm being right now. And then that, getting through that, is what opened me up to this um, and figuring out exactly what it was that I wanted to do. yeah, so that that was my experience, and and that transformed what it was in um, in Melbourne. Mm. Yeah. Have you got any work? Have you got any more work that you'd like to do with him, or any intentions to like, sort of do anything else with him at all? So at this point in my life, I he's given me the gift of um, of what exactly what I've created right now, like with the podcast and um, yeah. having the strength to start this um i possibly wouldn't have yet otherwise yeah so he opened that up for me um which i'm going to be just infinitely um forever grateful for uh and and that's just what i needed for now i still obviously love him and and you know i'm sure that we're going to cross paths and do things together in the future but like for now this is exactly what i needed um that was what i needed from him Mm -hmm. and I'm good to work on myself for now. Um, 
yeah until i realize i got a little bit more growing to do in that area or this area um uh yeah awesome yeah cool Mm -hmm. very cool we'll we'll finish up there then um awesome thank you so much for doing this and having us here uh this has been awesome thank you Um, thank you so glad i finally met you guys in person (laughs) um though it feels like i've known you both for years Mm. yeah this has been awesome so thank you Mm. yeah it's been so good yeah awesome thank you so much thanks guys (laughs) (laughs) Woo!